Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. How's it going? Um, you know, it's it's actually it's actually going kind of good right now. I, uh, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago we we had the conversation and I thought my life was falling apart and had been really horrible. Right, and we talked about how it had only actually been a couple of weeks or right. whatever. <laughs> you know, and that that really crazily just um, it well it, it helped put things in perspective for me. Yeah, and and actually pull things out. So it's it's actually been good. I've been keeping track a little more of like. Have you been doing like the smiley face thing? Uh, it's sort of like I've been doing it on my phone. I've been doing like yeah. you know good day bad day. Um, and I do want um I, emojis. I, yeah, you got it, tons of smiley faces. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it allows me to kind of go, oh, you know, today was a good day, or you know, yeah. this was not a good day, or you know, whatever. So I've kind of, you know, I'm not even blocking like the week yeah because sometimes i would just block the week the week was yeah, a horrible no, week that doesn't work no that doesn't work for somebody with adhd you have to do and honestly yeah even doing depending on your your where you want to go with it yeah eventually doing it per hour oh my so that you can even track if there are certain times in the day yeah that you have your downs okay or ups and not just have it be a bad day or a good day. Yeah. You know, that actually... But that's like steps away. Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, that actually would potentially uh, um, be something that I could incorporate. Because one of the things I, I talked to my therapist. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things he said is, you know, I'd like, I'd like you to kind of work on some mindfulness stuff. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, right. I'm, right. Like, I'm not. I'm, right now I'm in such a horrible space I don't want to. But I did. And um, one of the mindfulness techniques that I use on a regular basis is to, when, especially when I'm in drastic need, is to set an alarm yeah. that goes off a timer that goes off every couple of hours or so on and so forth to sit and check in with myself. Okay. Um, so at those times, I could look at, you know, how am I feeling Absolutely. and then record that. Um, especially because, and, and this is important now specifically, because I've also made another life change. I haven't smoked a cigarette in the last three weeks. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Are you jeweling still? No. So oh, okay. Funny, so nothing. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. So funny story. <laughs> yeah. I bought the jewel. Yeah. And I bought uh, five cartridges, thinking yeah. that I was going to need, you know, five cartridges. And uh, that first week, what's a car? I, I've oh, I I buy pot, you know, cartridges which right. last about a week each cartridge. So what's so the... a cartridge is supposed to take the place of a pack of cigarettes. 
Oh, okay. You know. Jesus, how much are the cartridges? Um, we They're not that much. I really? mean, truthfully, yeah, it was like $13 for five of them. You know, so it was... Oh, that's not bad. No, yeah. it wasn't that okay. bad at all, especially when you think that a pack of cigarettes... Yeah, cigarettes, yeah. ...were like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I pay like 40-something for oh, yeah. one. So that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, completely different. Um, but yeah, so like I, I had been finding that I just, I didn't want a whole cigarette. I just yeah. wanted a puff here and there sometimes. Sometimes I wanted a whole cigarette, but and more the often The jewel's perfect for that. Well, that's what I thought. And I said, well, I'll just wean myself off the cigarette. So I, I was smoking the first week I did cigarettes and jewel. Yeah. Um, and if I was just looking for a puff or two, I did the jewel. Right. If I was looking for a full cigarette and I smoked like two packs of cigarettes for a the week. entire week. Yeah. Versus a pack a day. <laughs> Which yeah, is I mean, but you, know. you got the jewel too in there. So I yeah, did. Yeah. Well, yeah. the jewel ended up working for about three weeks, and then I lost it. Like I can't find it anywhere, and oh. I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm down to like you know a few puffs a day anyway, so I guess it's Just what it, it is, <laughs> right? So you had been at like two packs for a week, and then you probably went down after that, or you went from I, there to nothing. I went there to, uh, to the jewel, yeah, and that jewel was. And you smoked like a puff or two a day for a week. I yeah, think. yeah. Okay, and that was it. And wow, I never made it to the second cartridge. Well, there you go, folks. That's you know, how you quit smoking. Right? That's how you quit smoking. It, I quit smoking with a kid. Right. Ed quit smoking with right. losing his jewel. Right. Absolutely. I love it. So, I love um, it. thus far, it's been it's been fine, and that that's been good. But I just I, I just qualify. I quit smoking with a kid. That means that I right. stopped smoking <laughs> when I had my first child and just, and got okay. really sick. Let's be honest. Like I don't know. That oh you, no! Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got were... I got really sick afterwards for sure. Right. Yeah, no, I was, but but I did. I never smoked a cigarette after. Right, and that's, I mean, that's, yeah. and that was like cold turkey, cold turkey. That was like oh, one yeah. day you were smoking, yeah, the I, next day you were I not. tried, well, you remember <clears throat> probably, I tried to like slow down. Yeah. I, I got self-rolling cigarettes. I mean, I like, I did all that stuff. None right. of it worked. None of it worked. No matter what I did, I never got below a pack and a half a day. Yeah. And then I just, I, I knew because... I had been burnt by cigarettes so many times that having a kid and smoking was just non-negotiable for me. Yeah. I would not ever smoke cigarettes around my kid. Yeah, and that's what it was. It was just that for me was so concrete yep. that there was no there was no going back afterwards. Right, right. And, now, and I would love to light up a cigarette today. Yeah, see, for you, it's I mean, still. I mean, I have never not wanted to smoke from that day forward. Yeah. However, I now say to myself, "Well, I've suffered for the last sixteen years, <laughs> right. and if I smoke today, it's going to be for no fucking reason." Right. Like, so yeah. right, absolutely. But I am, I am a little worried that once the kids are all adults, that you're going like, to start, smoking, I might start again. smoking again. But I think, I think with you know, as long as. As long as the marijuana is good to go, mm -hmm. I think that sa satiates it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the act of smoking. Yep. Is it helps a lot versus the nict nicotine from smoking. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and, and you know that's the thing. That's the thing for me that 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 really was the hardest is is the the not breathing in the smoke i like it the nicotine thing i like i i went through a couple of days where i was like a little jittery but yeah. i really didn't it really wasn't as big of a deal as i thought it was going to be it was really the the like i wanted to smoke a cigarette i don't care yeah. it could have been 
it could have been i don't know basil in the cigarette i didn't care i just wanted the yeah. smoke you know yeah 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 um yeah i mean my father my adopted father um i used to give him you know i supplied him with joints for a really long time and he because he had had heart surgery yep and he tried to legit for the first time like ever quit smoking and he started smoking again and i was like dude you can't do that like what if i give you this yeah will you try that instead of smoking and he lasted maybe two or three months and then he went right back to it yeah you know but it's it's he he was what he was if right you'd rather be dead than have not have cigarettes yeah you know what i mean so cigarettes killing him wasn't a big deal yeah yeah. yeah and for some people it's you know for some people it's not some people they try it and they decide that that's that's yeah, they'd rather just smoke and yep go out sooner potentially yeah yeah so so that's a good thing that's been going on um yeah. and then you know so i play handbells i uh it's uh it's something that i i did way long ago when i was younger yeah. and um, yeah we've talked about it yeah, yeah. and i love it and throughout the covid you know the rise and the fall of you know the infection levels and yeah, so on and yeah. so forth we've we've gotten together and you know found ways to play and practice and then we've been recording and then that would be put out on a zoom when they do the, oh, okay. for the church that i play at yeah well this week we actually were able to play in church at a service for the first time Oh, nice. And it was, for, in two years, this is the first time in two years that I've yeah. played, like, legitimately in front of people. Yeah. And it was, it was really kind of cool, like, to have, like, yeah. people You love right to there. perform. I do. I really yeah. do. Yeah, and, you do. And, 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 you know, I love, I love playing the bells, and I love the, the whole thing, and it yeah. was just really, it was really cool to have that Good for kind your heart. Of, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I forget sometimes, like, we talk about the... I talk about the the religious trauma and 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 the the issues that I had when yeah. I was a kid, but I really do like having a congregation every once in a while and 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 having a. a You've always a spiritual... looked like you felt at home in churches. I do, I do. Yeah. I don't always like the rhetoric and everything, but like the actual, yeah. you know, praise together does make me feel good. Yeah, you know, and I do that's like awesome. That. So that's awesome. So that's that was awesome. a cool thing too to be able to you know to sing even though we still had masks on which makes it hard to sing but you know well and I mean how how brilliant is that you know what mm. I mean you have grown up with a lot of religion being used in an abusive way against you yeah and in this particular place you know the the chief of that your mother has no space right. You know what I mean? So it, it's almost like through Bells, you've been able to get the good parts out of it, mm -hmm. but at the same time, not have to delve into the bad parts. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's some, it's some place you can go and kind of step out of that trauma and yep. just enjoy what you enjoyed about it. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I never really thought about it that way, but definitely, yeah. it definitely. It's it, got to be healing. It is. Yeah. It really, really is. It really is. And, and you know, and, and on top of that, I have, you know, these, 
these bell players that I, I play with, I played with most of them years ago. Yeah. And then also the... Are they all still like 70 and older? Oh my God, yeah. Well, so <laughs> there's one person right next to me um, and she's actually somebody I went to high school with. So... Wow. Um, yeah, so... Wow. She, so there's actually one person under 70 and right, that's now. You're right, that's my age. Yeah, yep. okay. Everybody else for the most part is, is that yeah. age. Um, and like I said, I don't think that they... Well, okay, I say that, but several of the the older ladies um, have daughters that now play with us. So, okay. I, th- so there are a few. We're, we're starting to get some younger blood. Okay, in good, good. Right. Um, I think because you do love your old ladies. I, well, <laughs> like, I mean, I I've always believed that if you could get like sexually attracted to someone over the age of seventy. That you would probably be all about that because you do love your old ladies. I, you yeah. love hanging out with old people. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because it's true. I really do. I do yeah. enjoy the older crowd and I'm not sure what that is about necessarily, yeah. but but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and when I first started, you know, I was this I was the baby, you know, and like there were all of these octogenarians and you know, sixty oh, yeah. sixty plus, you know, it yeah, was all yeah. that. So but yeah. So. Octogenarians, <laughs> yeah. eighty-year-olds, eighty-year-olds, yeah. Um, <coughs> but no, it it it's been it was it was really really cool. So it's been good. it's been a really good couple of weeks. That's just kind of like, yeah, you fed know, your soul. Yeah, fed my soul, and mm-hmm. and again, being very aware of, you know, the the ups and the downs, and not being stuck in it has yeah. made a huge difference. Yeah, me. awareness for someone with ADHD that takes you to your larger timeline yep. instead of your immediate timeline is always going to be in a sense soothing yeah you know even if negative things have been happening it's soothing because it validates why you feel like shit right right if there's positive things happening and you're having a bad day it's soothing because you can look and say okay well this is just today right you know what i mean so you, you really can use it either way and it it's a way to it's a coping skill more than it is anything else yeah. you know it's a way for you to put yourself on the timeline of your actual life versus the timeline of this current crisis <laughs> right <laughs> or 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 whatever you know this current excite cuz it it goes the opposite way yep you know when you're in this space of things are good like your brain wants to think Things are always good now. Things are always going to be wonderful. We're going to be good. Everything's fine now. All the lists have been checked. We're good to go. I'm happy. Life's over. Yep. And and, right. And then the crash happens and you're like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, oh my God, I'll never be happy again. (laughs) You know, and that's, that is that, I mean, you, you find it a lot with bipolar too, Mm -hmm. but that is one of the, one of the shitty parts about ADHD is that when you're in it, you are so fully in it. You can't see that there's a way out. Yeah. Yeah. Until you wake up the next day and it's a good day. Right, right. And then you forget the day that before right. was like or a whole you thing. go out and have a good time that evening and you forget all about the day. Like, right, yep. <laughs> you yep. know, so that's why eventually tracking it hourly or, or multiple times throughout the day may be beneficial, you know. Um, but baseline, 
a daily check-in is kind of a good place for anyone to start. Yeah. You know, a weekly check-in, not so much because a weekly check-in is too much time. Yeah. You know, um, it's asking you to recall the last seven days. And that's, that's, (laughs) you know, that's, that's adding another challenge into it. Right. Right. Um, recalling that day is, enough of a challenge right you know what i mean to to be like well did i eat breakfast this morning you know how was i feeling when i woke up and it's you know 10 30 at night yeah when you've woken up and you've gone out and you've worked and you've driven and you, you know what i mean like all of these things have happened right and and it could have been bad in there somewhere right <laughs> you know what i mean but it's just it's it's that process of recalling because you're also training your brain to recall you're training your brain to see it differently yeah with that yeah and i you know one of the things that i find very interesting about you know this and and we talked about it you know, a few weeks ago when we were talking about this is that, you know, the, the medication, you know, and now my brain is working on the medication. The other thing too is, is I've been working very hard for the last three years, basically since, since I started my job, uh, this job that I'm in now, you know, to give up a lot of the trauma responses. Um, and, and that was, that's been something that it, it was kind of hard for my med providers to understand. They're like, well, but you, you've done all of this stuff. I was like, yeah. And all of those were trauma driven responses, Yeah, you know? So giving them up feels like I'm giving up some superpowers kind of, but at the same time, it don't have to work so hard. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm putting in the effort that needs to be put in and letting go of the incredible extreme exhaustion that comes from trying to be perfect all the time. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the superpowers are really, you know, over-exaggerated skills to deal with over-exaggerated expectations. Right, exactly. So I used to be able to recall everything about every day, every, you know, so on and so forth, and hold all these things in my head. But to do so is just, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's you exhausting. have to live in that all the time mm-hmm. to do it. And yeah. that's, yeah. And that creates a lot of anxiety and a lot of... Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, you, you're living in your worst moments yeah. all the time, you know, and you are reliving them as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so it's been good. It's been good. Um, and on the horizon, um, I've got an, I've, my cousin's getting married in, in... Oh, that's right. You're taking a trip, what? Up to Baltimore? Is that where? Yeah. Maryland? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Baltimore. Yes. Somewhere in that vicinity. Okay. But yeah. And it's going to be, uh, I, it's just such a cool thing just to yeah. have her, you know, she's had ups and downs. So like it's, it's the whole family's getting together, obviously. Yeah. And it's a big success. It's a big success, a big celebration. You so. guys can all success with yeah. her. Succeed with her. Succeed with her. <laughs> just celebrate. And I guess it's going to be on the beach somewhere. So, like, I'm now... Oh, the wedding? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's going to be... If it's in Maryland, it'll be on the eastern shore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to be in western Maryland. You're going to be on the eastern shore of Maryland. Okay. The only time... I've been down to Maryland twice. Once was to go to Washington, D.C., which is, you, right. know, wait, you know, like, everybody does. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know... Uh, once was just to visit some family for a little bit, you know, yeah. but this will be the first time that I actually get to stay for a cool. decent amount of time. So it'll be kind of cool. Cool. Well, if you get anywhere near Assateague, you mm-hmm. should check it out. There is an Assateague on the Maryland side. Okay. There's also an Assateague on the Virginia side. Oh, really? Yeah. But they're all, um, they're, they're connected. 
Okay. Because of the island is long enough that it it crosses that that boundary. Okay. And then there's a waterway in between as well. Yeah. So they're actually two different Assateague Islands. Oh, weird. But, but they both have the wild horses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember like reading like years ago like when i was really young like uh, i think it was like misty i think is the name of the oh, book oh yeah what is it yeah yeah that yeah, is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Th- th- those she was a pony from acetate yeah yeah okay yeah. cool yeah huh if we're gonna be i don't if we're close to that maybe you if know, you're on this, the eastern shore <clears throat> you're within two hours of it that might be cool like because my niece is going down my sister's going down i think that that would be something that both of them would like too so yeah you know that might be something oh, yeah. to do on the might way be home. a side trip yeah. yeah 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 it would be the yeah yeah yeah, it would be a good side trip. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Well, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know if we check it out. All right. That good. <laughs> it's time to strap in for this week's deep dive. This week, I thought we would talk about self worth. Um, okay. I, I was, I was editing. I think one of our pieces at one point in time, and and somebody had mentioned something about self-worth and it kind of catalyzed like this whole thought pattern, you know, the difference between self-esteem and self-worth and, and, and how to actually kind of like cultivate it, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so to start out with like the difference between self-esteem and self-worth from what I've read is self-esteem is tends to be, uh, much more, um, focused on, uh, you know, what you do or what you've done or, you know, your accomplishments and so on and so forth and, and yeah. more external factors. Whereas self-worth really is that understanding that you are uh, a lovable person who is worthy of love. And inherent. Inherently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I I know for me, I struggle with that. Um, and I think that you do too. I think that, you know, that that, yeah. that goes through. Um, and I think a lot of us do. You know, I don't think that that is... I don't I don't think that this is unique to me in any way shape or form yeah no I I think I mean look at all the books out there about self-esteem self-worth you know right it's you know I mean that's the self-help section for the most part but I I think yeah it's oftentimes it is easy to have self-esteem without having Mm self-worth and i think a lot of times we see those people as the cocky ones or the egotistical ones yeah and not necessarily as a person with high self-esteem yeah and i think it's because of what you're talking about you know that people don't necessarily understand the difference And I think when you have high self-esteem and low self-worth, that's the person that kind of crumbles under any pressure. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I've done this, but do I feel like I can do this again is a different question. Right. Right? Um, Or I've read about this, but do I feel like I have the ability to do it in person? Right. That, you know... and that's where you get a lot of the that stagnant behavior, you know, with self-esteem. Like, you can have high self-esteem and still be someone that doesn't get things accomplished. Right. Because you need the self-worth 
to say that you can follow through and do it now. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, and 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 also that if you don't, it doesn't make you any less of a person. Right. Your value remains. Yeah. Um, you know, again, with the self-esteem being an external source, you know, generally from external pieces, that ability and we, we've talked about resilience and we've talked about, um, you know, being able to make mistakes and 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 trying something else new. But that that self-worth is is or the lack of self-worth is really what what keeps us from being in that space. Yeah. Um, and being able to do that. Yeah. So um, I have I I I delved into this and and there is a lot you know it's it's funny you said there's a lot there's all these books but most of the books uh, and most of the stuff that I found deals with self esteem specifically yeah, yeah. Um, and it is very difficult I to find things on self worth so like I I like I just looked up. I mean, for a quick thing, just, you know, how to cultivate self-worth, right? The first three things, uh, the first three um, articles that came up were about self-worth. Yeah. But there was nothing really in them. (laughs) (laughs) No real recommendations. No real recommendations. They they ended up really being the same things that that, that deal with self-esteem, you know? Yeah. but it it so I it took a little bit more digging and I found some things um, that I feel are you know will work for me and and I'm hoping will you know work for other people. So when you're in that space, um, the notice your self talk. Yeah. You know it's it's important to notice self talk because um, self talk can you know obviously deal with your self esteem as well, but definitely your self worth. You know, if you make a mistake and you go, oh, I'm a fucking idiot, which right. I do. I mean, I, I do an, oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. I made a mistake, you yeah. know. And and really nipping that in the bud as, as soon as you can, you know, can help start to change that perception and start to change. Yeah, it revalidates it every time you, you call yourself out on it. Right, exactly. Um, and... You know, one of the one of the articles I read, you know, said, you know, journal and journaling is great for a lot of things. But one of the things that I find it really good for is to go back and read what I wrote, like within, you know, like every other day or so. Yeah. And it kind of gives me that that space to see exactly how I'm feeling, because I might not catch my negative self-talk in you know, in the moment. Yeah. But I might catch it later on when I go, oh, geez, I was really down on myself that day, you know, that journaling. One of the things that is, it, it's actually an intervention for folks with ADHD. So <laughs> uh, one of the things that is really helpful for people with ADHD is to just on a calendar on or on a, in a journal, um, but just to literally document how you feel every day. Okay. So a smiley face, you know, uh, we, what we usually do is we do like a smiley face and then we do a frown face, right? Mm-hmm. So a smiley face is happy, frown face is sad. And we do the flat line, which is just like, eh. Right. And then we do the, the squiggly line for the mouth, which is angry. Yeah. You know, um... And that way you can look back when you're in a situation like we had talked about um, in one of our in one of your check-ins. Yeah, 
where you know you're you feel like things have always been bad yep like you can look at that calendar and see well two days ago i had a really good day right or you know two weeks ago i was having a lot of smile you know what i mean like yeah and that way you can more conceptualize and and understand the larger picture which for folks with adhd the larger picture of their life is really one of the bigger barriers is not being able to see that Mm -hmm. and that's just a it's an executive functioning skill you know to be able to contextualize a bad day in a lifetime you know what i mean yeah yeah um it definitely helps bring a little self-awareness to the situation yeah yeah well it's 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 the reason why i keep saying contextualize is because it really gives you context for your feeling so when you have um this experience of like you've had a bad couple of days so you know life is so awful you know life is so bad like for someone that has a brain with ADHD in that moment that's saturated, your everything is there, so you're only feeling that. Right. And there is no context, which makes it everywhere. Having the timeline provides context for the emotion mm-hmm. so that you understand that you're having a bad day or a bad week right. versus a bad life. Right. Right. So that's what it really is doing. It's it's forcing you to look at it as a timeline versus as individual days being your entire life. So in 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 the context of this this subject here as someone without adhd yeah like when when i go through a a self-worth issue you know like if i'm having self-worth issues yeah like i am stuck there you know and we know this so for you does that do you get stuck there can you get stuck there and and how long do you stay in that space like if you from having self-worth issues yeah like if you're having a a bad self-worth day i mean i don't even know that's no yeah yeah well this happened a couple of weeks ago you know i was in a a situation where i was just feeling like inherently not good enough you know inherently not not um worthy of love whatever Mm -hmm. uh and it it really was exactly what you're saying it's it's it so from my perspective now because i don't have adhd right it's more like allergies right okay like you have them one day you might have them then might not the next right but when you're you're laying in bed with a fever and scratchy eyes and uh you know plugged up nose because your allergies you know that tomorrow it might be better. Yeah. In a couple hours it might be better. That is how it feels to me now. If I'm in that, I am in that. Mm-hmm. And I can't do anything to not be in that. Yeah. But I can offer myself awareness that it's transitory. Okay. It's not always that way. Where... For someone with ADHD, they don't have that executive functioning skill to say, well, I'm here now, 
but this is not going to be how it always is. Right, right. Everything is now. Right. Without working on those skills. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's cool. So, so you know, where I sit there and, you know, the journaling definitely helps for me to, to, to yeah. contextualize. Um, it, it, it would be helpful for you, but it would not necessarily be necessary as necessary for you. Right, right, yeah. I mean, with depending on what your needs are is going to be depending on what your intervention is. Right. You know, um, some people benefit a lot from journaling. Um, from me personally, I benefit from... I benefit from writing down when I'm stuck in things how I feel. Mm-hmm. Because that allows me to then read it back and almost provide therapy for myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm I write it out and then I read back how I feel. And when you read that back, it almost feels like you're hearing it from someone else. Yeah. So yeah, you can almost step outside of it. Offer that support to yourself that you would be offering to them. Yeah. That is what I find beneficial. Um, a lot of people that have trauma or have specifically PTSD, a lot of times journaling can be difficult for multiple reasons. It can bring you back into the past where mm-hmm. your goal is to recognize your present and go forward. Um, and a lot of times bringing yourself back to those past events can do more harm than it does good to kind of recall where does this come from? You right. know what I mean? You want to be able to identify where things come from, but you identify and then you treat versus someone that is in their trauma can get very easily in the pattern of identifying 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 and never saying okay this is what was but this is what is now right right and that's that moving through it yeah and that's usually that that really i mean again as someone with with adhd but you know when i'm when i'm in that that self-worth issue you know it is something for me to Remember times when I felt love. That's another thing that I, you know, when I felt like I, I was loved. Yeah. Um, but usually there is a trigger that sets me into that. And I just had one a, a few days ago where I, I literally just, I just felt like shit. I felt horrible. Um, and what had happened was something triggered me. Yeah. And I was brought back to where that comes from i was like well that and i i had just done some of that i was just looking at that going well what what what, why is that an issue for me and then i was like oh this is why it's an issue for me and then i got stuck there yeah you know um yeah and that that is that is a danger so you know one of the things that that one of the articles i talked you know was reading has said is you know definitely um self uh self-awareness but like you know knowing yourself looking at yourself looking at all of your you know the triggers and the your 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 faults and all of these different things and learn to accept them and a lot of that shadow work or a lot of that 
um, you know, that, that inner child work is something that you definitely want to do with a, a therapist of some sort, you know, because like you said, you know, for, for people who have trauma, you know, and PTSD, we can get stuck there so easily. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, absolutely. And the goal would be to, when those things come up, to be able to say, oh, yeah, this is just that old thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Instead of, oh, yeah, this happened to me, so now I carry that burden. Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, that does. Yeah. That absolutely does. Because I think that that is, you know, it's a place that I get stuck a lot is, yeah. you know, is holding on to that, that, that trauma. Well, and like you said, I mean, you're working on not defining yourself through your struggle. Mm-hmm. So I think as that changes, that becomes the struggle part. What was becomes less powerful yeah. because it doesn't need to be important anymore yep. to justify where you are. You can just justify where you are because it's where you are. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You don't need the story behind it anymore to justify yep. the feelings. You yep. can just validate that that's who you are in that moment. Yeah, and so that brings us to one of the other um, the one of the other things that I have here is is challenging your self beliefs. Yeah, you know, and and looking at that. So and that also comes from you know learning who you are and and accepting that that acceptance. But then challenging those beliefs. You know, where did those beliefs about myself come from that yeah. I'm not worthy? You know, who taught you? Because you were taught. Yeah. You know, that you weren't worthy of love, Jason. Like, who who was that? You know, I mean, like, yeah. which multitude of persons was that in your yeah. life? You know? Yeah. Um, and then to challenge that, you know, and sometimes it's easier than others. Um, I've been fortunate to have some, uh, some experiences that for me were, I don't know how to say it, but so uh, I couldn't ignore them, right. you know? Um but then I, I see where I struggle to accept love and, and attention from other people, you know, yeah. because, and accept that. And yeah. that's because of that self-worth issue, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And the, the lack of connection with who you are now gets, I think, equally affected by your self-worth yeah you know i think the more you can work on that self-worth from your current perspective it makes it easier to do this other work with that Mm self-worth does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely um and and you know and that's that's I mean, there are all kinds of other little things like, you know, you don't yeah. want to compare yourself to other people and whatnot. That a lot of that goes with the self-esteem piece. But I think the 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 biggest one that I took away from that was the, the challenging of the beliefs, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we all have inherent value. And I think that that value gets negated oftentimes by how we quantify success you know are you educated do you have the right things do you have the right finances do you have the right job you know and all of those sort of quantifiable things are used in place of us all recognizing that we are each 
an individual life form on this planet that is in and of itself a, a miracle. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, it just is, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind how many, how many people walk around thinking that because they don't have the right education or the right job that, you know, they're, they're not worthy or that they're not good enough. Right. Because the people that do have the right job are feeling the same way. You know, it's, it's the self-worth is never going to come from your accomplishments. Right. It's going to come from your recognizing the value of your own life. Yeah. Yeah. I've said this, I think before, and, and, and you just, you touched on it and it's, it's important. So when I, you know, I, when I practice Reiki and, and, and have had people come through, um, you know, to get sessions, it always surprises me that no matter what, um, you would think as a preconceived notion of who this person is and how they feel about themselves right. and whatnot, that we are all the same as far as that goes, you know? Yeah, the, we're all insecure. We're all insecure. You know, there there is no person, whether you, you know, look in the mirror and say that you're ugly or and other people agree, or whether you look in the mirror and say that you're ugly and other people go, you're freaking gorgeous. It doesn't matter, but we're all in that space where, you know, we, we have those insecurities about, some part of our being whether it is our attitude or whether it is our body or whether it is we can always find reasons not to yeah, think I that mean, we are culturally lovable. we're all we're we're constantly being told we're not enough that's true you know until we get the car or we get the you know the the, the yeah. newest model of whatever that's coming along down the line right you know so that doesn't help with anything either so yeah yeah no it's you will never buy enough you'll never you'll never buy your way into self-worth for sure, <laughs> for sure. self-worth is really about acknowledging you know that you've got you've only got one of these you know yeah. you've only got one life and you need to value that you need to be the priority in that life yep and that you're worthy of love and that's that's a really big one yeah hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through enlightenment.squarespace.com you can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.